With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The College Experience Week 13 Picks Edition for College Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by MyBookie.ag. The MyBookie Turkey Day free play is back this Thanksgiving. That's right, up to a $250 free bet on the Texans Lions game exclusively at mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience. Week thirteen college football picks. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and we are picking week thirteen action. And I am joined by my partner in crime. Give it up for former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, buddy, 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 muddy waters got in a little bit of that. Uh, how are you? First off, I listed a glorious day. Just we were shout out to everyone for Thanksgiving. Let's just open up with hope. Every listener, even the people that hate me, if there is any out there, they, I don't know how that's possible because <laughs> pick Dundee just puts money in your pocket. But if you do uh huge three right there, right? Northern Iowa, uh, <laughs> as you're seeing happy Thanksgiving. It's a wonderful, it's a glorious week. And uh, we got college basketball that tipped off today and it's just been tons of fun, tons of fun already. I'm, oh, I'm doing decent on the locks. Double double dipping here on our college sports. It's the best time of the year. It is the best time of the year, but it's also the worst time of the year in a way. No, it's I mean, it's not the worst time of the year. That's like summertime. But you get to see the dumbass things that are the playoff rankings. Let's before we talk on any of week thirteen college football games, can we talk about how stupid the world is? <laughs> well, we can talk about how stupid the world is, but we gotta get a little more specific than that. This whole thing I have problems with. The whole fucking thing. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me, but I mean this is just 
I I'll be honest. It makes me lose interest in the sport. Well, certainly. I mean, that is, I think the obvious reaction to it. It's like, all right, you're, you're watching something and then logic isn't applying to it. You, you stop paying attention to stupid people when they talk. That's basically what the committee did yesterday. They talked and you're like, Oh, you're stupid. I don't want to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. I'm losing interest in the sport. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I will forever watch any college football game because that's not up to a committee. That's up to just playing the game of football. And that is beautiful. But when you leave subjectivity up to this stupid fucking sport, first off sport should try to do with the less amount of the, the least amount of subjectivity possible. Agreed. All right. And it's unbelievable. First off, we were talking on Twitter with a bunch of, with, with a bunch of guys. I still can't believe that, you know, some of these guys are our fans that follow us. I mean, I don't follow them that really believe that a 14 playoff is the answer. Now it just drives me fucking crazy. It's like the subjectivity of every single schedule from the first start. Yeah. Every single schedule coming into the season is not fair. Right. So therefore you would think you would want more than four teams out of 130 net, yeah, yeah. To, to account for that, like lack of consistency within the scheduling to say, Hey, we know you guys are all playing on a completely different playing field here as the regular season, as it relates to the regular season. So rather than use the regular season as the definitive uh, answer as to who's best, why not play a little tournament? I mean, it's, <laughs> so it's just it every other sport in the world can figure this out, but right. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I guess I'm always just taken back by how many people think that four is a proper format. In my opinion, I would rather have the old bowl system. I've told you this, right? Then this is the worst possible thing you can have. I think, right? Um, because it gives the illusion of a playoff, which is not at all. Cause there's no guidelines. Right. Um, but I, I still can't believe that like at least in like the uh, bowl coalition or the BCS or even like just when it was a free for all uh, that was acknowledged, you know, yeah. and we're saying, Hey, this is a subjective champion, but now people swear that, Hey, this has been proven on the field. You know, we've it's given like, everyone no, their chance. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Yeah. Um, I can make a case. I could literally go and make a case for a different team being better. And I, I'm telling, I think I can do it every year. I, I really believe as, uh, a team the, that belonged in the play in the history of college football that I can make. I, I bet you I can go in there and every national championship between Alabama and Clemson. I bet you they probably didn't play many back-to-back away games. And I bet you there's a, probably a two loss team out there that played some back-to-back away games. Therefore I can make the point that if you play back-to-back games, right. you got dealt a shittier hand than Alabama or Clemson or whoever else won right. national championships before. I mean, all, you would have to just start by proving that, you know, this condition, this circumstance, uh, well, I did, I did prove Well, that. you have proven yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But for every one of those that you would need to, uh, you would need to prove, you know, statistically that, Hey, this is a more difficult condition that, you know, a team needs to face and then say, Hey, look at all these teams that didn't face this versus all these teams that did. This team had a more difficult path to the playoff yeah. or to the postseason, And therefore, you know, to, to judge them and say that it's an equal, uh, I mean, how about the amount of regular teams that season played for them? power five? It's not only all, it's so many different factors. Look, I'm not a, you, you know me. I hate USC, right? They play normally 11 power five teams. Yeah. So to me, any year that they're ever 10 and two, that means more to me than a team that is 11 and one. And when they play a play group of five, power it's like Fresno yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they never play an FCS. They've never in their existence played an FCS. Right. 
right, right, right. And, and Florida plays two, plays two, a lot of years, and then wins nine games yeah. and still jumps a team that won 10, 11, I think, or, right? Or, or, or where they won the bowl game to make it 11. Yeah, I think they, uh, ten, ten I think it was two. 10 at yeah. the end of the regular season. Okay. Um, in Washington State, who didn't play two FCS schools. Yeah, I don't even think they played one. Um, it's just, dude, it gives me a headache. It, it's just like, okay, okay, okay. First off, from the start, uh, I'm going through this bullshit rank. I can't believe I'm even on their website, giving their website a fucking hit because it's <laughs> such a sham. Um, I'm looking at this thing. I see. Uh, how do you feel? I mean, first off, how was Georgia in the top 10? <laughs> well, I mean, let's be fair. Let's be as objective as possible as we make these uh, analyses. Okay. Um, I'm Georgia. fine with Bama. I'm fine with, I'm actually fine with, I mean, I, I don't think Ohio state should, I mean, I, I they've only played four games and they've played, they've beaten one team with a winning record. So I don't believe that Ohio state should be four. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, one team with a winning record. Who's hasn't won a fucking conference title in 53 once again, years. Northwestern's played beaten more teams with a winning record. So how can you be of that opinion? Is that the eye test? It's just so dumb, but okay. How is Georgia? Number nine. How the fuck is Georgia? Number right. nine. They well, just beat with a two win Mississippi state team. They beat. Auburn or, or a one, a one win is does Mississippi yeah, state only have did. one win. Uh, Mississippi state uh, is if uh, have they won a second game, they beat Vandy. They beat Vandy. Yeah, they, two and two. five. Yeah. Um, so they just beat at home. They played in Athens, a two win team. Who's barely been able to score double digits all year. Yeah. By three or seven, seven. Okay. Uh, I don't understand what yeah, it's Georgia just is not sh- passing the eye absolute test. shit. They it's absolute they shit. Have a what win they do over here. Auburn. That's that's what they can. Auburn's not good. Auburn has three losses that should have been if the refs call it right. Look, I, Auburn's not good. Let's just keep this. Auburn to, lost to South Carolina. Let's keep yeah. this. Yeah, that's true. Let's keep this to stats, though. You know, Auburn is five and two. Maybe they're not consistent every week, but they have won. They don't have one good win on their schedule. They why, they crushed LSU. That was but LSU's book. got a losing record. It's true. I mean, it's not a great win against a good team, but it is. They did destroy them. So, who is the the, the team with the winning record that they beat that 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 qualifies Auburn as a good team? Yeah, uh, I think just winning five games is uh, is respectable. But yeah, I mean, not when you know what happened in those five games. Yeah, Auburn's schedule has been a cakewalk to this point. Their 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 next two games are the real beef of their schedule with uh, Alabama and A and M coming up. So we may see what Auburn really is. And uh, hopefully that will impact. I mean, dude, they were in it late with Tennessee. Like they, they separated maybe in the th- late third quarter. That was not an impressive performance to me by Auburn. Yeah. Auburn's not great. Auburn. Auburn is, I would say a good team. They've proven to be a decent team. They got Miami at 10 Miami's played like five backup quarterbacks. Here's what drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. The stupid ass chairman for the playoffs Fuck him. He's a fucking hack. Okay. He, he blames BYU. He said, well, Boise wasn't at full strength. Meanwhile, Miami has played. I want to say all of their wins minus one is without a starting quarterback or the whole entire defense of UAB being out with COVID. Right. How can right. you state that? How do you not yeah. openly state that about everything? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, Oklahoma, he, I mean, we're going to get to Oklahoma, but the same situation with Oklahoma and K state K state was starting guys that were practice squad guys at defensive back yeah. and they end up K state ends up coming back and winning the game. 
they were completely depleted by, by COVID and K state won at Oklahoma. Yeah. So you're not crediting that one. Yeah. You're not, you're not punishing Oklahoma even more for that, but you are going to punish BYU because uh, Boise was missing some players. Yeah. It's, com- it's, it's complete crop. horse shit. It's a ton of horse shit. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, BYU or Boise last year went 12 and one in the regular season with their one loss being at BYU when they didn't have their fucking starting quarterback. Where was that then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. It's just a complete piece of shit. Well, this is a just it's a utter piece enough. of shit. And th- this is where our, we, we get into it with our fans. We love you, of course, but it's like, like understand that we're not conspiracy theorists. And I'll, I'll, I'll I will say that I am as big a fan of tradition of college football as anyone. And I, I think I know that's not as important to Colby, but when you look at it and the longer you look at it and the more examples just like this, that you see every year, year in year out of just complete horseshit, then you say, okay, this is what it is. Let's, let's acknowledge it for what it is and not just like allow the committee to just like give you a plate of bullshit. And then you just eat it all. You know, why would you do that? Dude? I mean, my Miami at 10, they played like four or five different backup quarterbacks. Uh, UAB when they played UAB, which was actually a closer game than the final score indicates UAB's entire defense was out with COVID. They, they only had a certain amount of players. They couldn't bring in backups essentially because they only had a certain amount of, of linebackers. They only had a certain, like, um, then the most shocking one, I want to get is into actually that. not BYU. The most shocking one is Oklahoma ahead of Iowa state. And I can't believe someone clapped back at me saying, well, Iowa state shouldn't have lost that, that to Louisiana to, to, to Louisiana Lafayette at home to open the season. I'm like, no, that's a 12 win team from a fucking season ago or 11 win team, whatever it was. They played for the Sunbelt championship right. lost to app state who, who was basically very close to being undefeated. Um, they currently have one loss and it's against an undefeated team. Yeah. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, Missouri state won one game on the FCS last year. And I don't even think it was against an FCS opponent. I think it was a uh, D two opponent. Yeah. I mean, they were awful and you're going to get like, how is that? How do they not account for that? First off? Yeah. How do they not reward a team scheduling Lafayette? Even if they lost first off though, they don't even need to do that because these two teams played. Right. Oklahoma and Iowa state played and Iowa state won straight up. And guess what? Oklahoma's other loss yeah. was to K state. When, when, when their resumes are as close as they are outside of uh, their head to head, then the head to head should be like 95% of who gets ranked ahead of who. If you have an otherwise like pretty comparable schedule. And uh, to be honest, like Colby's pointing out, even if you take away the head to head game, uh, well, I guess if you take away the head to head game, then that takes away one of Oklahoma's losses. But if you, t- if you compare their other loss, Oklahoma's loss to K state is worse than well, and any the loss. Fact that than- Oklahoma- How about if you want to check it strength of schedule at a conference? Hello. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, but more or less, you're looking at two teams that could, you could, they have the same record. Uh, their losses could be argued to be relatively comparable, even though no, I think no, Iowa State's no, losses Iowa are way State better. Iowa State has to play one harder team because they're playing a top twenty-five agreed, fucking team. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just giving Oklahoma the benefit of the doubt here, and then then you factor in the fact that they played head to head, and it's like okay, Iowa State's the better team; they should be ranked ahead of them. Uh, then you add in the K State factor. What was Oklahoma's loss to a depleted K state that was much more depleted then than they were last week against Iowa state when Iowa state beat them 45 to nothing. Yeah. 
yeah. It's mind boggling, dude. Take into account head to head, common opponents, like strength record, of schedule, strength of schedule, like every metric that you use to determine which team would be better. It's all horseshit. And man. then the the it, team. It's unbelievable that it's 2020 and we let this be right. our be you know our decide is? be be our our, our basically our, our the people should be outraged. Everyone right. should be fucking outraged right. with this. The, the, they're basically saying, all right, our sub subjectivity, our opinions, which are based on, you know, this history that has nothing to do with this season completely outweighs everything that's actually happened on the field. And now we're like, well, and they've always said, well, the regular season's a playoff. Clearly it's not clearly it's fucking not <laughs> right. Um, look, I want to see what Kansas state's record is at this point. They're one game back, I think, right? Maybe two games back. Kansas State last week. is four and four. Yeah. Um, and they're losers of three straight. Okay. So uh, they've fucking hit a bump here. But uh, but that loss is way worse than anything Iowa State has on I their mean, fucking resume. Iowa State's lost to Lafayette. Kansas, Kansas State in, week, in their first game lost to Arkansas State, who's now three and six. And the next game came in without... 20 players still came to Oklahoma and beat them. Yeah. Like Oklahoma they, should dude, not they be were given putting a pass for that. Random people at defensive back. I remember that game. Uh, Kleiman was saying, we just, uh, we're taking guys off the, uh, like that have not played defensive back running backs, wide receivers, putting them at defensive back and they beat Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I remember that specifically. Now I will say that while I think there's a balancing act between, um, winning, I mean, losing at the beginning of the season and like taking that into account that it was an early loss. And then maybe as you get later into the season, uh, you know, the best teams at the end of the season should be given a chance to win. Uh, I don't agree with that either, but I, yeah. I think that at the same time, you need to be held accountable for your entire schedule. You played. They've always said the regular season's a playoff. No, it's not right. You're lying to me. Like, yeah. If you're not going to take into account the games that happened at the beginning of the season, then it's a warped playoff because yeah. those games don't matter. It's it, dude. It, it get, I mean, it's so dumb. It's so dumb on so many levels. How about this? Iowa state is ahead of Louisiana Lafayette, right? The co the, the sunbelt is three and zero against the big 12. I don't know how else. And they all did that on the road. <laughs> yeah. Louisiana Lafayette's what the one loss to coastal Carolina. Yeah. And then they beat Iowa state straight up. They have one less loss than Iowa state. Yeah. And then they're not even ranked and, and their conference is undefeated against the big 12 and Louisiana Lafayette's not ranked unranked no. unranked. And, and Iowa state sitting there at 13 while Oklahoma sitting there at 11. Well, no, my point is, is coastal Carolina is 20. <laughs> there ain't no, yeah. there ain't no, I, 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 they beat this the team is that on fucking believable Iowa dude. state. Yeah. And those, those hat look, I'm glad that those fans on Twitter listen to our show, but if I lose you, I fucking lose you because you are fucking retarded. If you really think <laughs> you're like, well, I, first off, they thought I was arguing that coastal Carolina is a top four team. I'm st I wasn't saying that. I, I don't know. That's right. the whole point. Right. Maybe right. at the end of the, there's 130 teams and they've all played like six games. The, we don't know, which yeah. is why we need to give them an opportunity to play so we can find out. I mean, if you use that for every angle, Pat, like, okay, the giants made a wild card. They made the wild card the year they beat the Patriots. Yeah. They ran the table. The, the Steelers did it from the wild card. Yeah. So if you're looking at any sport, 
You you can sit there and say, oh, did, did did you have George Mason penciled in as a top four team? No, you didn't. But they proved to be the fucking f- top right. four team. I mean, look, even if you think that I, uh, Ohio State belonged in the playoff that year, which I think a lot of people would tell you they didn't, right? Based on their resume compared to TCU's, right? A hundred percent, right? Yeah. But if you think they did it one week before, they weren't in the top four. The 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 I mean one uh, twelve hours before yeah. they were ranked behind, and then they fucking went and throttled Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin yeah. who didn't show up. But if they didn't completely do that, then they would have been number five, and then we and then everyone would say, okay, well they were number five, they could never have won the uh, championship. No, they took it to Alabama, and then they uh, kicked the shit out of uh, Oregon. Oregon in the yeah. championship game. It's just such a dumb system. I can't believe people are on board with it. I can't believe that. I mean, uh, I, I mean, we can get to BYU. I, 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 the, the Oklahoma Iowa State thing to me is the one that stood out as the most fucked up. I mean, the BYU is really fucked up too. But and Coastal Carolina, it's like, wait, they're eight and zero. The Sun Belt is three and zero against the Big Twelve. What else do you want them to fucking do? <laughs> well, here, here's one that uh, that I like, okay, or I don't like, but all right, you have uh, Miami right? Miami is sitting at seven and one. And then you have Liberty who is sitting at, they didn't make it. I know they're not in the top 25 Liberty's eight and one. Okay. Now Liberty hasn't had the opportunity to play super high end teams, but Miami really hasn't either. Miami's best win, especially if they're factoring in, if the quarterback, if the players are healthy, which they clearly are by their grading and and publicly stating that's why BYU's at fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. that's a very uh, odd thing to apply to only BYU, yeah, and not apply to the other teams, um, which is why we're so upset about it, of course. Because it's, it's just so garbage. It's but, just so fucking garbage. Listen to this: it's Miami's best win. Tell me, tell me Miami's best win here: UAB, Louisville, Florida State, Pitt, Virginia, NC State, and Virginia Tech. What'd you say, NC, NC State? State. And they, they were losing most of that. They were game. down by ten yeah. <laughs> uh, with ten minutes left in the game. They managed to come back and get the win with a uh, backup quarterback, two for, and a half for starting for NC State. With, yeah, with backup it. quarterback starting for NC State. Okay, but that that holds merit, right? Right. right. Okay. When they played, when they played Pitt, who's actually decent, Kenny Pickett wasn't there. Right. They, backup quarterback that holds that merit. When they factored. played Virginia right. and Brennan Armstrong's out, that that holds merit, right? Right. And whatever Apparently else, not. UAB's defense, who's depleted by fucking COVID, right? So, so uh, Miami's one game against a real elite team, Clemson, they get absolutely annihilated 42 to 17. And that was a, a, a dress up the, the blocked field goal return for a touchdown at the end of the first half cleans that score up a little bit for him. Well, dude, even the tech game, Virginia tech was leading that game. 98% of that game. Yeah. Okay. So, so th- I did, I sent you this text Colby and we're going to compare Liberty's, uh, uh, common opponents, common opponents yeah. versus their ACC counterparts that are in the top 10 right now. Okay. So November 7th, uh, Liberty played Virginia tech. Liberty beat them 38, 35. The next week, Miami played at Virginia tech, same place. One week later, Miami 25, uh, Virginia, Virginia tech 24. So Liberty played better than Miami there. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, October 17th, Liberty at Syracuse. Liberty went to Syracuse and won 38, 21. The following week, October 24th, Syracuse went to Clemson 
and Clemson won 47 to 21. So nine points better, but uh, pretty, pretty Liberty was on the road. Syracuse yeah. was, I mean, Clemson was at home. So, you know, if you take into the uh, uh, consideration that the home team generally gets a three point advantage, then you, and I think the stats would back up the Syracuse a lot better at home over the past two or three years. Yeah. It's yeah. T- typically a tougher place, but either way it's a nine, but 38, 21 or 47 to 21. Okay. That's a pretty comparable uh, performance there. And then again, Miami, uh, November 6th at NC state, uh, Miami 44 to 41 win. And then, uh, two weeks later, Liberty at NC state, uh, NC state wins by one 15 to 14. So and that Miami- was on a block field goal. Liberty. I, I mean, if anything, I, I would challenge anyone that watched that game. Liberty was in control of that game. I think if they play five times, Liberty well, yeah. wins four. Miami was down by 10 in the fourth quarter trailing until two forty three left. And then when Liberty played NC State, Liberty was up by five in the fourth quarter and was leading until and even had a, a last left. second field goal block. Yeah, that was a chip a, shot. Yeah, that would have won it for him. So Miami and Liberty basically have very comparable uh, records. In fact, Liberty is slightly better. And based on their common opponents and their performances against them, uh, it suggests that Liberty is uh, of a similar quality to Miami. So why is Miami a top ten team and Liberty? completely unranked. It's on un- dude. It's, it's just unbelievable. Like, I mean, when I was in that argument with the guy and, and I'm saying, well, I mean, there's plenty of examples, TCU, UCF. I mean, I mean, I, I could definitely make a kit. Like I said, that's just the, 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 the undefeated teams are the ones that have the same record as someone else that's in there. Yeah. I, but then you talk about if I was to analyze into the schedules of every team, which I know I could do, I know I could make a fair point that certain teams, like we talked about having to play two back to back or more power five opponents. Well, that then gives you a, a skewed, uh, uh, a skewed product compared to the other one. Like you're, you're, you, I could make it a very compelling case. I think every year, I think I could do it every fucking year. Yeah. So what would the factors be? It would be, uh, how many power five opponents first off is pretty gigantic, right? And the n- number of conference, if, if they're basing it, like the, the, if they're penalizing the one, the other schools, like the Sunbelt three, no, against the big 12, but they played against Sun Sunbelt competition. It's not power five competition, like le, competition, like uh, Pete Futek was telling me, which I, you know, I, I got into it with him on that shit. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, if you're going to go by that basis, then yeah, that, if, that's a benefit to the Sunbelt because yes. apparently the Sunbelt's better than the big 12 when they play head to head. Well, and the fact that I'm like, okay, so if you're going by that basis, then why aren't you penalizing the teams that only play eight power fives? Right. Eight conference games, a, yeah. which inflates the whole conferences. I mean, USC plays 11 record. almost every year. And like I said, I hate USC, but I always say, God damn, that's impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Texas does it sometimes too. There's a certain schools that do it very rarely Stanford also. Uh, and, and they should be rewarded. How about not scheduling an FCS then? Right. Hold everyone to the same standards as far as scheduling conference games and scheduling, uh, uh, power five, nine conference games and group of five, nine conference games and FCS nine conference games for all I care. It could be, you know, eight conference games, two power five, nine conference games and uh, a group of five game and a uh, FCS game. Or you could have, uh, it would be better if it was nine conference games, one power five, nine conference game, one group of five and one FCS. If that's what you wanted to do, yeah. if you had to have an FCS, it'd be better if there's no FCS at all, but you know, you know, giving, giving that option to them, but put everyone on the same thing and then let's watch what happens. Let's watch how everyone comes down onto an even playing field, as opposed to saying, Oh my gosh, the teams that only play eight conference games and that schedule two FCS teams out of conference and that fucking uh, schedule more group of five games 
and all their games are at home, including their neutral site games are close to them. Oh my gosh. They're better. No shit. Sherlock dude. Uh, how about this? How about <laughs> what if Boise goes whatever seven and one, mm-hmm. what's the difference between Notre Dame and, and BYU? If Boise goes well, actually North Carolina is going to help Notre Dame this week. If Notre Dame was to win that game, but if they, if they were to lose, what's the fucking difference? Boy. <coughs> they both played quarterbacks on their, their, their backup quarterbacks or Boise's case was their third string. Right. You're t- oh yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. And Notre Dame, their combined record prior to Clemson was like, what was it? It was like six and 21 or something of the teams they played. Oh yeah, exactly. Clemson My was- point being is that I think you can actually make a, uh, an argument if you want to throw the power five shit out there. Well, which- and fucking BYU schedule isn't actually that bad. I took a look at it. Like they're kind of, you know, they have a bunch of teams that won. If you're trying to like judge them based on who they scheduled, I, I was getting into it on Twitter with someone that was saying like, Hey, they had the opportunity as the, uh, you know, uh, independent to schedule whoever they wanted. A, no, they didn't. Well, but- no, they had, they had their, uh, they had a set schedule before COVID hit and it was actually incredibly hard. Right. Exactly. Like they normally schedule hard as fuck. Yeah. But when COVID happens and all the conferences want to protect their own, they got fucked. Yeah. Much like Notre Dame, but Notre Dame got the love from little pushover ACC saying, Oh, yeah. come join our conference. Yeah. Um, dude. Uh, and another thing is we t- talk shit about BYU with the more we learned about that Washington deal it was a horrible fucking deal. Right. I wouldn't have took it. Yeah. Completely. Uh, it's like, wait, so unrealistic. you're on the hook. So you might be playing, but you might not be playing and we don't make any money. Yeah. You get none of the TV money, which is like why you play the fucking games in the first place. I don't care. Like you can sit there and be like, Oh, you should uh, go there and play for free. And then just to prove it. No, let's like not require a team to eat shit in order to like be a, a participant in, you know, the college for let's have an even playing field here. That includes money, like to a reasonable extent. Like when's the last time Notre Dame beat Navy by 52 points. I can't recall under Brian Kelly at all. And they play every year. They've slapped him a couple times, 52 fucking points. BYU did that. Oh, to Navy. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I mean, you don't have to convince me. It's ridiculous. Like BYU has by far, I want to say the next, uh, largest, uh, margin of victory. Average margin of victory is like 24 in the country. And BYU's at 31. They're a not, it's the, there hasn't been a team that's won by as many points per game as BYU's winning in like 15 years in college football. They're they're like a historical like team at this point, and they're sitting at number 14. Yeah, it's just it's just such a piece of shit. It's just such a piece of shit. It ruins the fucking sport. You don't know what you're sitting on, you fucking losers. You're fucking all losers. <laughs> Everyone in that fucking committee is a fucking loser, dude. Well, they're protecting their own. It's all, I don't care. Where is your own fucking thing then? Where's like, Hey, what's right for the fucking sport. Right. They don't care. They're like, they're the cool kids, you know? And when someone comes and says, Hey, like they're like, all right, you come in, we'll make it in the illusion of fairness here, but you sit at the little table in the little chair and all those big boys are going to sit at this table. And then you play in a little consolation game. Right. And then anytime a team comes up and starts banging on the door, like TCU is like, Hey, guess what? We're fucking better than you. Uh, then they let them in. Right. And they're, they're part of the club at that point. But like on a year to year basis, they just, they won't let the little guys even have a chance. You know, it's like, why, why would uh, as a little guy? So, so look, they got Gary Barta and he's the chairman, director of athletics at Iowa. He's on there. Uh, 
this chick who's a professor at Arizona state. <laughs> uh, they have a director of athletics at university of Wyoming director of athletics, university of Oklahoma. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Talk about a fucking conflict of interest. Um, former head coach of three. Okay. I'm just looking at this panel. Condoleezza rice is not there anymore, but uh, yeah, they're on like a, they get three years. I want to say that they get to stay. Now I did say, see something um, where they uh, recluse, I guess they like have to let go. If, the, uh, if it's people are being paid you still have by influence though. But yeah, if you spent your entire career, like Frank Beamer was on the board, he spent his entire career in at Virginia tech and the last 10 or 10 years or so in the ACC, then he's got, you know, power five and ACC. Well, and well, also, you go to, well also you go to those coaching meetings, those coaching conference uh, at the beginning in July, you develop rapports with all those coaches. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in a little old boys network. They it's got just going. so dumb to leave it up to fucking human beings, especially ones that have a conflict of interest. Oh my God. It's just so bad. It's so fucking bad, dude. Okay. Well, let's not completely, no, uh, I want to win money, but I'm saying anyone that fucking, I, I just can't believe that these fucking people on Twitter are defending it. Well, let me, let me, now this is what I wanted to get into here. Okay. Obviously, no, I will push back. Okay. The last year of the college football, uh, of the BCS, we had Auburn versus, uh, Florida state. Right. And then I believe it was the next year that, uh, the college football playoff came into consideration or into effect. Uh, when Auburn played Alabama that year in the iron bowl, mm-hmm. bec- that was basically an elimination game for Alabama because, uh, Auburn got into the SEC championship. They won it. And it wasn't necessarily because I bet if Auburn loses that SEC championship, Alabama may slide in and take that spot in the uh, BCS national championship game. Not 100% sure. I'd have to go look back at it, but either way, that was an incredible moment, right? That was as big a moment an epic a moment as can really even possibly happen. Two time defending national champion, undefeated Alabama against their arch rival in the big rivalry game, getting knocked out. Okay. That immediately ceases to happen as soon as you go to a four team playoff, right? Because that Alabama team with that one loss gets into a 14 playoff. Okay. But, uh, and so that moment has already been kind of taken away from us from a regular season standpoint. And I can say, I I believe that yes, regular season games to an extent take on at, at the high end of regular season games, as far as elimination games from the playoffs take on a little less importance, right? Now, what that does is though it pushes more importance onto the uh, games with like teams that are fringe top four, right? So, you know, while you love those high end number one versus number two or number one versus number three matchups, now you start paying attention to the end of the season four versus number five. Holy shit. This game really matters, you know? And so if you did it again, right, you push it back. Then all of a sudden those eight versus nine games that you're not paying really attention to on the last weekend of the season are like vitally important. Right. And so it's not that the regular season itself loses much, uh, you know, excitement because just different games become exciting, but then you get more games in the playoffs, right? So obviously those are more exciting. Every fan base gets involved. Obviously that's more exciting. And 
the whole thing. I mean, like you said, look at the NCAA tournament. It's super exciting. And and college and football, especially college football, just absolutely annihilates college basketball in terms of like viewership and, and, and engagement. And so the product would be amazing. Now, would you agree with what I've said there? Yeah. For the most part here. Yeah. For I the feel most like, part. I feel like I agree with all that, but I mean, I, I, yeah, continue on, continue on then because I, I do want to say that last year, what three of the four teams that made the playoffs didn't play a back-to-back away game. And the one team that did played the least amount of FCS teams. Who is that? Or, I'm sorry. The least amount of power five teams. Um, who is that? LSU. LSU. And that, and even that with their back-to-back away game, they played Bama and Ole Miss back-to-back and they were the cl- two of the, their closer games of the season. And also Ole Miss wasn't the, the, the normal number of scholarships because of their scandal. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but, but the team that won the championship played the less amount of power five teams. Yeah. Had the easier route from my uh, big game. They did play a back to back, but they played the less, uh, less is the least amount of the, uh, of power five. They would, they have only eight. Did they play any nine? No, they had five? Texas being nine, uh, but Ohio state had 10. Gotcha. Uh, Clemson had 10. And then Oklahoma had 10, right? That's an advantage. Yeah. I mean, if you, maybe they take an L if they take on another, power that's five. my point. Right. And, and, and I mean, and I can sit there and I'm sure I could find one just on the outside. Right. That probably has a loss that maybe they wouldn't have had, had they not had a power five. Right. And I can do this for every fucking year. Yeah. That's my point is it's all horse shit. It's all horse shit. And, and I, and, there's no, to me, there's like, I told you, man. And I hate to sound like this. There's never been a national championship in my, in my, my mind. Like well, when you, you go undefeated, you, yeah, I'll give you a share. I mean the year one, 2014, when, uh, uh, TCU plays the entire, uh, big, uh, 12, which I guess was what 11 teams at that point. So they're playing yeah. 10 conference games Yeah, or is it 10? And they play nine conference games. It may have been, it um, might've been, I don't recall. Okay. Ohio state at that point, I believe was still playing only eight conference games. They're not forced to play. Uh, the juggernauts from the other side of the division, obviously playing the second hardest team in the division in Baylor uh, is a challenge that, you know, you might not have to face if, if you play a lesser, less conference games, you're obviously less likely to uh, face. Anyway, I'm kind of beating a dead horse. No, I mean, look, I mean, I I just, I feel like I could just go on and on and on about it though. Um, Anyway, I uh, do want to say one thing though. What's that? To the people that love the tradition, to the people that I don't think there's many that love the tradition. Well, I like the tradition. Yeah, but I think that I've I've met a lot of sports fans in my life, and I've never. I mean, yeah, people want to see Auburn, Alabama, Army, Navy, sure, those traditions, Ohio State, Michigan, yeah. But I'm saying, as far as like a lot of the traditions, I think are are kind of fake. Right. I think people will as the the lay fan will get into the hokey, whatever hokey stuff's being presented to them in the pregame podcast. Okay. So if that's, you know, Oh, pac 12, big, uh, uh, big Big 10 Rose bowl. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, so I agree with you there, but I will say this, if if you are heart set on protecting tradition and, uh, and promoting it, then here's a couple of things that I've noticed. Okay. Let's start off with the idea that, uh, you want to maximize the value of the bowl games, right? You're trying to make the bowls be this thing. That's still a relevant, uh, part of the sport. Unfortunately. Right. right I guess, yeah. but that, that's, that's a priority for these people, right? Why would you like in the BCS, they made one of the four BCS games, the national championship game. 
once the uh, college football playoff was introduced, they pushed all those. So the, the most important game at that point was a semifinal game. And then you have this uh, college football national championship game. Now, why wouldn't you just make one of the bowl games, the national championship game, especially considering this of the uh, national championship games that have been played or are scheduled to be played uh, at this point, there's 10, right? This or next year's is the only one, which will be in Indiana and in Indianapolis is the only one that won't have occurred in a state that already hosts a new year six game. So in fact, last year you had the fucking, uh, uh, sugar bowl and the national championship in new Orleans. This year you have the orange bowl and the national championship in Miami. Why not just make the fucking orange bowl, the national championship game and give that bowl, you know, more value. And, and, and if you're trying to really promote tradition and that's what you're all about, then that, that seems like an obvious fucking fix. See, uh, but I'm over the opinion. You just flush the whole fucking toilet down, the, like flush the whole fucking I toilet. I agree, but yeah. we were trying to get people to, we're trying to get change here. We're trying to get change here. Well, I get it, I'm, but I'm trying to get change and do it right because it's going to happen. I mean, it's an advantage for those teams in those fucking states. We, how many times has LSU played a fucking national yeah. championship at home? They played four national championships in New Orleans in the last. Uh, if you shift it around, con- not constantly, it's less likely to happen. Yeah. And and if it does happen, that's just bad fucking luck. Right. It's not bad luck when it happens every fucking time LSU plays for the national well, championship. It is good luck for them, but because um, it is kind of weird that it's just been on a four-year cycle, basically. All right, look we'll at the picks after this. I fucking just want to vomit. Um, college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Thanksgiving is about traditions like turducken with mashed potato and betting on football with MyBookie's Turkey Day free play. My bookie's third annual Turkey Day free play returns Thanksgiving Thursday. It's your chance to bet up to $250 risk-free in an early Thanksgiving Day game. The Turkey Day free play is a no-risk all-gravy wager on the full game spread. Pick the right team and you win. And if your team is upset, your bet up to $250 is refunded before the next game kicks. New players will get their first deposit matched all the way up to $1,000. Or I'm sorry, halfway up to $1,000 to help add even more excitement to the greatest football weekend of the year. That's right. Make your first deposit, get some extra cash. You can use on parlays, teasers, and props all weekend long. Use that promo code SGP in order to claim your bonus and your free bet. And look, there's a lot of holiday promotions here. Turkey day free play is Thursday. is Thanksgiving Thursday that rolls into black Friday boosted odds and finishes the holiday weekend strong with the buy one, get one free cyber Monday night football. That's why at my bookie, they call it football season or they call football season winning season. I can't read. Check it out now. No risk. All gravy, baby. Don't forget to use your, the promo code SGP to claim your freebies. Patty C. Condoleezza Rice was on the committee. <laughs> Anytime someone tries to really hold merit with me. Right. And I said this in a tweet last night. That's like having me at like a fucking United Nations meeting. Right. What qualifications does she have on knowing the sport of fucking football, dude? She's a fan, just like everyone else, which apparently... And because is she, she even a fan? Cause to me, if, if you're, you a, might as well have Britney Spears though. I'm honestly. about to say, if you're in a fucking, I hope uh, how many games does she watch a weekend? Yeah. How many fucking games did she watch right. a weekend? Yeah, exactly. How, if she is an expert in like politics, how do we allow her to have enough? How, how should she have enough time? Exactly. When we have to spend every, you can only be an expert in a few things. I think in life, right? You know what I mean? Like you don't have that. And all of a sudden they're just going to give you 
It's any. Uh, it's just such it's a fucking sham. Um. Anyway, let's just get to making picks where I can just watch the sport and not have to think about the BS that goes with it. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hatch out the hash out this uh. Yeah. Uh, you're playoffs playing, game yeah, do later. Your thing. Oh, you okay. want me to do it right now? Yeah. Do it right. I'll now. do it. Do it real quick. Okay. I say we do it like this. Ready? We have the like you said and like Bowser said. You use the conference championships as a. Uh, you have to if if you're not going to use the conference, uh, make a four team conference playoff. At least use the conference championship as a requirement to make the playoff. You have to win your division, right, to get in the fucking playoff, right? Then, uh, or not necessarily. Uh, let's just keep it at this. Let's keep it as close to what it currently is as possible. Let's. We're going to make it a 16 team playoff though. Like you said, every conference champion, right? So that's 10 conference champions. Cause there's a group of five and there's the power five get an automatic, but, bid. The, but the Sunbelt could never beat the big 12. Right. Apparently, <laughs> even though uh, the Sunbelt champion will likely have, but uh, the Sunbelt can never beat the sec. Even though Troy goes into LSU wins <laughs> Georgia state at Tennessee right, last right, year. Right, right. I mean, right. Uh, given, you know, if, Suspend your disbelief for a second that something like that, which already has happened, uh, could, could possibly happen. Um, and we put the 10 teams in as an auto bid. Now those 10 teams can rank as far down as possible. The remaining six highest ranked teams that aren't conference champions in the, uh, playoff rankings, get their spot. Right. And the rankings kind of shrink down accordingly. And so there you have your 16 team playoff, Right the first round round of six sweet 16 is played at the home team of the uh, higher ranked, uh, the home stadium of the higher ranked team. Right. Same thing with the round of eight, right? After the round of uh, eight, then there, no, after the round of 16, rather then there's bowl selection weekend. Right. So all those eight teams that didn't make it go play to the quarterfinal, yeah. they're going to play in one of the bowl. I'm bowl okay games, with that. Right. Yeah. Now the eight teams that remain will play in the, the big bowls. Okay. Uh, the new year six, um, you're going to have, uh, and it's going to be even better. You're going to have the, uh, two, two winners, uh, or the four winners, right. They're going to advance to the semifinal game and it'll be just like it is right now. Right. So for this year, it would be the sugar bowl and the Rose bowl would be the fucking, uh, semifinal yeah, games. The four losers of the uh, quarterfinals play in the, uh, consolation games, right? Boom. So there's, uh, what, how many games have we got? We have four games at that point, right? Then the winners of the uh, two semifinal games, right? They go on to the national championship. So that's a fifth New Year's six game. And the losers of play the each other play for the third place. So you place actually game. know. So wait, you, have six so you games. actually know who's third place, right? Isn't that fucking wild? There's no subjectivity, right? And then, so you have all the six Look, new years. I'm games. still not on, all the way on board because I don't think they should use those bowl games. But if we're gonna do a system like that, at least that's better, right? It maintains the tradition. Yeah. It gives those bowls all like the value. None of them are like, I mean, there are less consolation games and more games that have actual, and like, guess what? They make impact. more money because people gamble. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. All right. Thursday. There's a bunch of canceled games this week in New Mexico at Utah state. Patty C both teams are winless. Who gets the first win? Is it going to be the interim coach? melee or is it going to be Danny Gonzalez and the Lobos? I'm on the Lobos here. All of us are, I think. Yeah. Uh, Rocky long as the DC will grab that win for them. 
All right, UMass at Liberty. Patty C. FAU couldn't complete a pass. You got very lucky with your UMass <laughs> pick last week. Liberty is gonna wax them. Just like my girlfriend rides a Minuteman every night. I'm <laughs> riding the Minuteman. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. He's picking UMass. That's his new team. Me and NC Nicker on Liberty. You're a fool. Uh, Louisville. Well, this game got moved to to Saturday. Now it was originally slated for Friday. Louisville at Boston College. It's gonna be a good game. Uh, is it Vegas agrees? <laughs> one, uh, I mean, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I don't okay. know if it's going to okay. be a good game. Uh, give me uh, BC here. You're on Louisville. Yeah. Okay. NC Nick uh, is holding his pick on that one. He's going to, he'll have that by the time the spreadsheet goes live. Here's the big one. one. There's a lot of big games this week, and this is a gigantic one. Iowa State at Texas, Patty C. You're locking up a team here. Talk. Um, did we just watch what happened last weekend? Yeah, forty-five nothing over K State. They that which apparently meant absolutely nothing, right? <laughs> to the uh, invitational <laughs> committee, absolutely nothing, right? Um, yeah, look, Texas has played well. The game is in Texas, but Iowa State has played better, and they're freaking hot. And I think it means more to them. And I think they're just a better football team. I mean, Texas, West Virginia is, I think, heading in the right direction. Uh, West Virginia came to uh, Austin, got down to the five yard line, lost that game. I think Iowa State's a much better offensive team than West Virginia. And Texas yeah. is favored by one. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm on Iowa State. NC Nick's on Iowa State. Okay, uh, another cancellation. Then we got Nebraska at Iowa. Why am I taking Nebraska? Well, Iowa doesn't beat anyone by 14. That's my theory. But except yeah. they did beat someone by like 40. Something. Michigan State, but that's Mel Tucker. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the Saber <laughs> disciple. Um, that's a tough, tough. I think they got that one about right. Um, I went in Nebraska. I don't feel good about it. Stay the fuck away. What from do they this call one. that the heroes game? Actually take Nebraska. Why isn't that called a corn bowl? Yeah. I don't know. Nebraska shouldn't even be in the big 10. Yeah. Agreed. All right. There's your tradition. There's your fucking tradition. All right. <laughs> yeah. Made up, uh, made up a trophy game there. That's yeah. only been around for four years or uh, however long it is. UCF at South Florida. What am I doing here? Lock that. I'm going to lock this up. South Florida doesn't have the offense to go with UCF's. I, I agree. UCF's coming off a loss. You know they're mad about it. Give me the give me the uh, the Golden Knights in Tampa to just are they still allowed to have fans? Probably right. Man, it is Florida. Give me UCF minus twenty five. I think all of us are on UCF. I'm gonna lock it. Yep. Nice. I'm gonna stay locking something. Call me call me Dundee Loxley. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Notre Dame at North Carolina. Patty C, I've told you about this one since July. I said been circling this one on the calendar. Yeah, and that's for a before minute. Notre Dame even adjusted their schedule being part of the ACC. I was like, they're going to lose North Carolina this year. North they Carolina has certainly lose. proven that that offense is as explosive as any. Notre Dame two offensive linemen out, including their center. Yeah, one of their offensive linemen is out for the year. I think it's their center. I mean, Notre Dame. Is definitely good. I think the bye week probably helped them a lot for this, but I I, I would be shocked if they have the. They're going to have to. Ian Book's going to have to move the ball because they're not just going to shut down UNC. Um, even though Notre Dame has a very good defense, the weapons are just too good for North Carolina. I agree. North Carolina wins on the money line. You're locking it. Nick's locking it. Yeah. Um, I'm taking it. Next game is maybe historically. The real game where you got justice, the real game where where football finally gave us justice, 
talking about back in 1982 when ah. Stanford Cal were talking. This one was in uh, Berkeley, just like this one is. And uh, if you're not familiar, it's just the greatest play ever. Like they, <laughs> it, they, they kick off deep Stanford and John Elway just led them on a, on a drive to get the lead. Okay, epic and, drive. Yeah. They kick, they kick off. Cal starts pitching the ball left and right. A bunch of the fans being a bunch of high fucking dudes on band. acid. Yeah. Uh, they're on acid too. Yeah. Right. They are, yeah. The band comes onto the field. They return a kick and the bet that, that returner, I will forever. If I ever see him in a Kevin bar, moan. <laughs> uh, that guy, I owe him beverages because he, 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 he sought out a band member and completely blasted him. It was the greatest <laughs> fucking moment in sports history. Tomahawk chops <laughs> under the <laughs> and runs him over at the same time. It was just such a defining moment of why sports are always better than, uh, and why little fucking douchebags little do don't we fit know. in. Don't go on the football field. <laughs> All right. Johnny Lawrence from the karate kid was pretty loosely based after uh, Kevin Moan. Really? After that moment, I'm pretty sure. That's awesome. <laughs> He's a complete eighties bully from California. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't, I'm not, that's being the, serious, is that, <laughs> I, I, I'm not joking when I think that's, that's gotta be up there for the greatest play of all time. Cause it, it says a lot about life, right? It, it goes beyond football. It's fuck you. Right. <laughs> Beat it. Nerd. <laughs> uh, Central Michigan at Eastern Michigan. I'm intrigued to watch this game. I'm all over Eastern Michigan getting seven. Look, they had their one game a year that they don't, that they don't lose by seven a week ago. <laughs> Eastern Michigan will get back on the, uh, on the schneid and, uh, and grab that thing. Oh, I disagree completely. Central Michigan playing good football. And I think a seven point spread, very manageable for them. Uh, they're going to go into Eastern Michigan and get it done. And I'm going to lock it. Nice. Nice. We're watching Liberty Purdue right now. So Patty, see, here's why this is interesting. The spread is 10 and a half. They're going to dribble out the shot clock. I think here and Liberty is going to get a shot at a three where if they hit it, that's 13 right now, uh-huh. there's 10 seconds the left. We will get the cover. I'm on Liberty as well. Yep. <laughs> now, do they go for a two or do they go for a three is the question. I know our listeners are probably like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. We are college basketball fans. Look, we are nuts. We're the only podcast that is betting live as yeah. our podcast is going Here we go. on. Shoot it. Shoot it. Oh, oh, he sweated. You still got time. You still got time. Shoot. Shoot. Gets another shoot. One. Oh, oh, man. It loser. almost went in. Loser. Okay. Oh, we lose. Hmm. Um, Wyoming at UNLV. I went Wyoming just because the elevation and Marcus Arroyo is a bad offensive coordinator at Oregon, and I don't like to hire at UNLV. That's my logic. I agree. Wyoming, and they've been playing better football. So, and sixteen and a half, I could see them getting a seventeen and getting that cover. That seems very reasonable. Uh, here's a double lock and something they don't want to call the Civil War anymore. But fuck them, Patty C, because those guys that don't want to call it the Civil War, they were that band guy at, in, in in Berkeley mm-hmm. when they got just absolutely destroyed <laughs> right. by your boy, whoever the fuck his name was. Um, Oregon at Oregon State, the Civil War. Who are you taking here? Oregon's a thirteen and a half point favorite. Give me the Very Beavers, suspect. And I'm gonna say sprinkle some um, on, on the, the money, money line. line. Jonathan Smith's got this program rolling. Absolutely. I'm with you. I think money line is a great play uh, in Corvallis, often a, uh, a, a house of horrors for uh, road teams. Um, and you got to figure they want, they see, they smell blood in the water with Oregon playing a little bit down. And I think they're going to take it. Cause like, you're right. They're playing better football right now. Um, 
13 and a half though. That's it is a play of the day as far as just a cover for Oregon state. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, okay. Next up, I got the, uh, I got, where are we at here? San Diego state, Fresno state. No, that game's canceled. Washington state. Wa- no, that game's canceled. Louisiana tech. Uh, that game's canceled. Um, um, uh, what do we got here? So UTEP rice rice laying 11. I mean, I'm going back and forth on whether rice is a team that I really love or not. I think <laughs> this I think is one of those. Who's your boy that cash Juno was it? Yeah, cash Juno, yeah. Juno has got me a little gun shy <laughs> on uh, any spread above three. I for love rice. how it's rice. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I say, uh, this is a no brainer on picks wise for me. I'm just taking the points. Yeah. Take exactly. the points here. Um, you give me, give me the, the minors despite them being trash. Mm-hmm. Troy at Appalachian state app lay in 14. Give me Troy. Uh, look, App well, state. Actually, I, I, this is one, if you're going to bet, pay attention to COVID because Troy had a bunch of people out with COVID last week. Little, little fact to pay attention to. I think app state coming off a close loss closer than the score indicates going to be hungry to get a little revenge and uh, they get it done. 14 points. Uh, North Texas at UTSA. Patty C UTSA, the road Riders, One of my, one of my favorite teams in the country right now, despite them playing in that shit ass dome where <laughs> David Robinson used to play credit to UTSA for have um, playing what? 10 games already. Yeah. Just keep playing games, dude. Incredible. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Louisiana Monroe Monroe. Uh, I'm laying the 28 and a half. Yeah. I know that's reckless. I don't like it. I don't know. Take Lafayette. It's a rivalry game, but, but Monroe's trash Nevada at Hawaii. I don't know about that game. That one's tough. I wouldn't touch it. Um, Nevada at Hawaii. Yeah. Well, Nevada, you know, no, no, Nevada's undefeated, right? Nevada's undefeated. And uh, I think seven is a little bit small. I think Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to double check here has had some pretty, pretty ugly losses to this point in the season. So against an undefeated, yeah, they lost 31 to seven against Wyoming. They lost 34 to 10 against San Diego state. Um, Give me the air raid. Yeah. Even last week, Hawaii got a lucky ass backdoor cover. All right. Here's the game of the week. Duke at Georgia tech. Patty C. This is the hardest game to pick of the whole fucking week. Well, apparently uh, Vegas agrees with you because you, you complain. Yeah, exactly. Vegas does agree with me. You complain about like the Mac. I'm like, this game is like, yeah, <laughs> complete shit fest. I kind of disagree though. I think Duke has been playing better football since the beginning of the season. I think Georgia tech has been playing worse football. There are two programs heading in the opposite direction. Georgia tech beat Florida state. How bad is Florida? who's better? Florida state or Syracuse. Do we see that game this year? Has that happened? I think it must've They're in the same division, right? I'm going to double check that. No, because they, they're, they're not in the same. There's no divisions this year. Oh, you're right. Um, I'm on Duke as well. I guess I'm going, I'm going Cutcliffe. I'm trusting Cutcliffe. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Georgia at South Carolina. Georgia's laying 21 and a half points. Are they fucking, they just beat Mississippi state. It was a fucking tie game with five minutes left. Yeah. They lost to South Carolina last year. <laughs> I know most champs gone, but maybe Bo- Bobo is going against his former team. Does he lay off? Uh, Does he call off the dogs? Is he so much of a dog, a bulldog 
that he just lays up, lays that, up who smart lays up or no Mike Bobo is the coach, the interim coach of South Carolina. He was a quarterback. What is he, how's he going to lay up against Georgia? He's that's gonna, where he went to college and played quarterback. What, what is he going to lay up and not like, and lose by 28? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you lay up when you're in the lead. You don't lay up when you're well, losing. They'll probably be up seven. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Decent chance. Give me South Carolina yeah. all day here. Easy play. All right. Colorado at USC, the PAC 12 South on the line. Uh, Colorado at USC. Look, any team, and this goes. This is. I know I'm a Buff fan, but any team that starts a safety at quarterback, hence my my instant want. Despite them being in a dome, I want the Saints to go to the Super Bowl now for yeah. Jason Hill. Yeah, because it's actually the way a quarterback should be. How'd you like my hashtag there? What's that? We're all a little hashtag gay some for Taysom. Oh, I'm all about that. <laughs> all about that. <laughs> Dude, anytime you put a safety at quarterback, that's the way a quarterback should be. Not this nonsense they've turned the quarterback position into to these yeah. days. Uh, a dude that can take a hit. Yeah, and also not afraid to just try to truck you right. and run a, you over. A dude that can play in a football game where the rules aren't completely catered to him. That's what a quarterback should be. And a Col- minimum requirement. Colorado has that. They have the, a guy who played safety last year as their starting quarterback, and Sam Neuer. So give me the buffs. Uh, Arizona, UCLA, Patty, see so you're going zone. I'm going UCLA. I think chip Kelly has turned a corner and Arizona was down 44, nothing to uh, Washington to start the game last week. So have fun with your wildcats. Yeah, but they were beating USC for a while there. Uh, I agree. I have a really hard time with this game. I almost went UCLA, but, uh, I didn't get to see well, with the COVID a- issues. I see the logic there a little bit. It's UCLA has got some COVID problems. This is one I wouldn't touch. Northern Illinois at Western Michigan. Mm. Mm. A little disagreement here too. I didn't huh, know buddy? what to do on this man. I think that number is so kind of right. Western Michigan is the best team in the Mac this year. Would you agree? No, no, no. Buffalo, Buffalo. And I actually think the second best is Kent state. No, get out of here. Yep. Get out of here. Western Michigan. They needed been- an onside kick. <laughs> a fake spike to beat Toledo. Toledo is probably actually better than them. <laughs> Uh, they played on the field and one I team know. won and one team didn't. So. I know. So, so that in that case, Toledo's better in college football's world, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Fucking jackasses. Um, I'm on Northern Illinois. I get, I actually, you know what? You, you convinced me. Give me Western Michigan. If, I, if I'm wrong about this, <laughs> don't, don't listen to me. You, you, you slung some shit on me the last week well, or stick something. Stick to your right? guns. Stick to your no, guns. I'm going Western Michigan. Here's a lock on the Mac for you. Miami, Ohio plays at Akron. I can't believe you're not locking this. I don't have the. Uh, Can you look at the last twenty games Akron played? I think they covered uh, recently. one one game. Well, that was the one that I. And think that was I when Miami Ohio them. ran the like a freshman quarterback, and they're running the shit out of the ball because Miami Ohio didn't have any confidence to put the ball in the air. <laughs> Wait, they're not playing. Miami Ohio. It was Ohio. No, it was it was Rourke. It yeah, was Rourke's brother. Yeah. Yeah, I think I locked Ohio and then Akron covered, and now I'm not, never going to bet against Akron again. Yeah, well, have fun, <laughs> have fun, because last week I locked up Kent State and they fucking destroyed them. Almost dropped seventy five on them. <laughs> well, I'm taking Miami Ohio. All right, don't I'm be not a pussy. Locking it All right, Ball State at Toledo. This is a good one. Uh, give me Toledo minus ten. Patty sees on his his favorite school in all of college football. Ball State. He's taking Ball State. Damn right. They're having a good year. Bowling Green at Ohio. Brian Van Gorder coaching. You know that rule, fade Van Gorder, <laughs> Bobcats rule. Um, I still am worried that they're going to run there too and blow that cover. It's a huge spread, twenty four points, but but Bowling Green sucks. Game of the week in the MAC between the best two teams in the MAC, Patty C. Kent State at Buffalo. Whoa, what did I just do? <laughs> Whoa, what did I just do? Uh, 
Let me just fix that. Let me fix that. Hey, undo there button. Go. There you go. I'm going to take that hook. I think Buffalo wins, but by three, four, one Agreed. or six or seven, and I'm getting seven and a it. half. Give me Kent state, yeah. the golden flashes within a possession. Patty C. What are you going to do when Maryland comes out and beats Indiana? Cause it's definitely going to happen. I'm not, I don't have a great feel for a lot of these. This games is going to happen this week. And then all these hacks that, that try to tell me, dude, I had some dude tell me that in, uh, with on undoubtedly Indiana is better than coastal Carolina. Some guy on Twitter. How is that fucking true? Uh, they have yet to beat a team with a winning record, right? Yeah. Honestly, if they play, I'm taking coastal Carolina. Yeah. Indiana, Indiana squeaked by Penn state. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Which on a questionable call that easily could have been. Yeah. Ruled. Uh, yeah. If that was ruled, it would have stuck to whatever was called yeah, in the field. Exactly. Um, uh, where are we at here? Uh, Rutgers at Purdue. So no, I'm on Maryland, by the way, catching 13 at Indiana. Patty yeah. going to back Indiana. Scotty Montgomery. Don't you fuck me again. All right. <laughs> uh, Rutgers at Purdue Rutgers catching 12. I'm on Rutgers. Patty C's on Rutgers. I think, I think that's the play, right? Uh yeah, Purdue's defense looked horrible. I don't Minnesota. know. I mean, Purdue's playing decent, but I I think they the got she, robbed last week. The Golden Guido is resilient, and he will he will use that as fuel. He will not let them get down. It'll just be fuel for the fire. Rutgers mm. will come back strong this week. Ohio State at Illinois. Patty C. Lovey Smith is t- is is as easy to see a tide turn because you. Are locking up Lovey Smith in the Illini. Oh, you're damn right I am. I'm taking the Illini too, but I'm not locking it. Dude. You gotta like that hook. Beat Nebraska by 18. They beat uh, a decent Rutgers uh, team the week before. They did take uh, an ass kicking against Minnesota, but uh, kept it kind of close against Purdue. Either way, they're playing good football right now. Uh, 28 and a half. Like like you said, that hook's nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ohio State may have something to prove. But I just think that Ohio State isn't capable of scoring enough to counter the amount that Illinois is going to score because Ohio State's defense is suspect. Let's look at Ohio State's defense to this point in the season. Uh, They gave up 17 against Nebraska. That's respectable enough, but not impressive. Uh, Gave up 25 against Penn State. That's a concern, right? Gave up 27 against Rutgers. That's a concern. Right. Yeah. And gave up 35 against Indiana. They're not a good defense. They're a bad defense. Yeah. Yeah. Question is, is Illinois a good offense? They're not, but <laughs> 28 and a half is a huge freaking spread. All right. I want to tell you guys and the, the games in champagne yeah, in champagne. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and coming off a huge win. Yeah. Riding high. A, a quote unquote top 10 win that I still believe is a conspiracy. Uh, all right. I want to tell you guys at the college experience, thrive fantasy, come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props with thrive. You can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. If it's PGA MLB or esports, choose five of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive is over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and is awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match up to $50 in your first deposit. That thing's got a four times rollover. Download Thrive Fantasy 
on the app store, or Google play store, or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com sign up and prop up today. People. And don't forget that promo code S G P man. All right. Where are we at in this nonsense? Uh, I'm going to take you one. You know, the last time Kentucky played at the swamp, they won. Um, is that right? And you know, there was Dan Mullen. No, it was new into his tenure. They're catching 24. I know they can't throw a forward pass, but you know what helps when you play a defense? That's not very good at guarding the forward pass. So give me the 24. I'm tempted to uh, join you there. Uh, Let's look. Florida typically pulls away from teams though. Um, They they'll, they'll play a lot of teams close in the first half like Vanderbilt. I mean, (laughs) they beat Vanderbilt by 21. They beat Arkansas by 28. Arkansas they, without their head coach. They beat Georgia by 16, beat Missouri by 27. So, assuming Kentucky, who is sitting at three and five, um, is of a similar quality to a lot of these teams, uh, 24. It is close. It's going to be a close. Give me the Wildcats. Give me the Gators, man. Gator, Gator, Gator. Yep. All right. Penn State at Florida. I mean, at Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Penn State at Michigan. Uh, it's already Thanksgiving for me. I'm getting drunk over here. <laughs> Penn State at Michigan. I, I, this was one of the harder games to pick. I'm going Michigan just because McNamara looked all right. Um, yeah, yeah. McNamara's got. I mean, Harbaugh's got some momentum going a little bit, and uh, Penn State's got none. You remember so. Mark McNamara used to play center, I think, for the uh, Lakers in the, the '80s. The name rings a bell. Yeah. Um, Handsome guy, huh? Yeah, he probably got some ass in LA. He probably fucked Paula Abdul. She she was a cheerleader for the Lakers. Yeah, Yeah. everyone did. I think Magic Johnson. (laughs) Who's the owner? AC Green. Jerry Buss. No, AC Green's the one guy we know didn't fuck her. He definitely (laughs) jerked off to her though. Uh, (laughs) Northwestern at Michigan State. Oh, buddy. Uh, Look, you're gonna really, you're really gonna go Michigan State here. By the way, no, I said. By the way, I said AC Green definitely jerked off to Magic Johnson. Oh. Was it gay? No, I mean, but if you're a virgin that long, you gotta be right. <laughs> Anything you see, the wind blows. You gotta be. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh... Kurt Rambis's hair. You telling me he didn't jerk off to fucking Kurt Rambis? I hair. jerked off to Kurt Rambis's hair. So <laughs> couldn't really blame him. Uh, uh, if you don't know who Kurt Rambis is, Google Kurt Rambis Lakers. Try not to jerk off. At not his as head coach, as player. Got to put, put put 1980s in there because I forgot he was a coach. Uh, Northwestern at Michigan State. I just feel like Northwestern is, is kind of like Iowa where they don't win games by that many points. Uh, that's true. Give me Michigan state in 13. If Tucker fucks me here, which he's already fucked me a bunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm done. You're done with Tucker. I'm done. Give me Northwestern. I think they're playing good football and I think they're my favorite team in the country. That's, that's kind of like you with Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't want to jinx Northwestern. So just give me, let me fade them. The fighting Reese Davises as they're known right yeah. now. L- let me fade them. <laughs> Uh, the egg bowl. Yes. Can we still call it the egg bowl? Is that offending somebody? Right. <laughs> you know, eggs or chicken ovaries and um, <laughs> or whatever they are. I don't know. Chicken uh, eggs. Look, dude, Mike leaves 48 scholarships or 48 roster of 48 people. doesn't make a difference. Old Miss's defense is garbage. You telling me they're going to, they're going to be able to, to, to stop a team that just was able to, to throw the ball in Georgia. That's true. I mean, that was one promising performance from Georgia. I'm taking Mississippi state. Leach knows this is the one he's got to win. Yeah. Give me, I think they're a live dog. I 
think they are a live dog. Ten and a half point favorites. Give me the Bulldogs. Hail mm. State, baby. Patty sees a communist. He's a, he's with Ole Miss. <laughs> Give me Joey Freshwater in year one. Uh, Pitt at Clemson. Patty, see, can we talk about how this might be just a huge upset? And we can. And I'm. I locking. wish Clemson would have played Florida State because they would have not been looking at this game. Yeah, they're still coming off that loss now, playing Pitt. Right. Right, right, right. I think had they played Florida State, I was going to lock Pitt. I'm not going to lock it right now. But I will say this: I think a lot of their aggression and ire has been spent on Florida State, and they've they've expressed it and they've got it out of their system in the media. You know, now yeah. whether that carries on to the field, I'm sure they're going to want to prove a point to whoever they're playing. But uh, I think that in a way, that kind of took took some of the, took some of their anger out of them but obviously not as much as playing them would have. So I, I think you're right. But I think the fact that Pitt has played as well as they have, which we pointed out recently makes them a live dog just on, on the field performance. Yeah. Especially yeah. cause Clemson's had a couple slip ups, especially in the first half. Yeah. Uh, stayed in the ACC, Virginia at Florida state. Patty. <laughs> Taking Florida I'm not state. Taking Florida. I'm fading UVA. Cause I don't want him He's to look taking past. Florida state. <sighs> Uh, dude, no, give me UVA. UVA laying nine and a half Florida state. It hasn't beaten anybody in a long fucking time. Um, here's a lock for you. SMU at East Carolina. Patty C last year, East Carolina dropped 50 on SMU and lost at SMU by seven, <laughs> by seven. I believe gosh this year in Greenville, it's not happening. It's mm. going to be cold. I agree. Maybe moist. You know, mm, just like uh, just like an AC green fucking Friday night. <laughs> uh, NC State at Syracuse. This is one I was thinking about locking, but I'm not. But why shouldn't I? It's just because the dome and Dino. Maybe you can. I don't know. NC State plays down. I feel like, but NC State laying fourteen and a half at Syracuse. Give me NC State. Yeah, I think so. But you're right. They do kind of play to whoever's level they're playing against. Yeah. Here's one that I'm actually really excited to watch. Georgia Southern at Georgia state, the battle of Georgia, perhaps teams that are better than Georgia. Uh, <laughs> you got the triple option in Georgia Southern. Didn't the last time they played Georgia, they went to overtime. I think so. They played Georgia at Athens. Southern. Yeah. And they went to overtime, but they lost. Mm. And I think the last time they played Florida, they beat Florida in the swamp without completing a pass. But no, why, why should, why should we let UCF play? Cause <laughs> at right. that time, Georgia Southern was an FCS school, by the way. Oh yeah. Fucking, I mean, we've seen it time and again. Fucking hacks. Uh, Georgia Southern at Georgia State. Georgia Southern minus a uh, point and a half. I'm going to go with the triple option here to get this done. I see you're backing me. Oh yeah, it's going to be a good game. One and a half. I mean, it might be Georgia Southern by one. That half point could, could be huge. huge. Could be right. huge, man. <laughs> South Alabama at Arkansas State in the Fun Belt. Um, I don't know how Arkansas State's a six and a half point favorite. This should be like a two point spread. Yeah. Give agreed. me South Alabama. Talk about two identical teams. Yeah. Identical to, <laughs> to quote my cousin Vinny. Uh Coastal Carolina at Texas State. Patty, see that does the dream stay alive? I think it does, but tread Texas- lightly because this Jake's Jake Spavito on the Bobcats. Yeah, they got an offense, man. Yeah, don't they got an you offense. Dare look past yeah. them. Do not judge them by that record. Uh, all right, Iron Bowl. Nick Saban had another one of those COVID sandwiches at the Sheets gas station in Mobile, so. <laughs> He's out. Sarkeesian's in. Hopefully he's put down the bottle. Actually, no. Fuck that. Hopefully he's drinking. Yeah. I'm a fucking Sarkeesian. I'm with Sarkeesian. Right. What the fuck's wrong with having a drink? Let's have a drink right now. Cheers, yeah, you're buddy. trying to you're trying to tell me? You're trying to fucking tell me that uh 
Mm. No, Don, Don Nelson had a beer during the game. Didn't he get fined by that? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you're locking up Auburn here. I, I, I'll be honest with saving out. I'm taking Auburn. I was all Bama on Sean Ryan's show. I was all Bama. I thought yeah. Bama was, cause I don't, I don't think Auburn's very good. Yeah. But now that I th- I'm like Saban's out, Sarkeesian's in, I don't feel like Sarkeesian's is a badass. So if they're like fucking up 24 and a half, get a little hook there too. And it's a rivalry, man. Yeah. Give me, give, give, give me, give me the tigers. Now I can't believe you didn't lock this one up. I can't fucking Here, believe you I'll, didn't lock this I'll, one up. I'll lock it. I'll okay. Lock it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they haven't covered a spread this year. Really? The whole year. We're talking about Kansas. Kansas has not covered a spread the whole year. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you credit for this lock. I'm going to buy you a sandwich or there something. You go. Just don't give me one of those saving sandwiches. All right. <laughs> TCU at Kansas TCU minus 24. Yeah. That's candy from a baby right there. 24. Why is it so low? I understand TCU is not having the greatest year, but are you kidding me? That quarterback is going to just destroy this shit ass defense. That is the Jayhawks defense. Yeah. Give me TCU as a lock. Absolutely. Oh, I can't believe you're going Baylor in this too. Next up K state at Baylor. And we did, did I just miss last week's game with K state? Do you think Kleiman's going to get into that ass or what? Uh, I think he needs Have to you looked at Baylor this season. Uh, let me see Baylor. Look two, uh, two games ago. They lost at West Virginia by 27 points. They're not playing great football right now. K state. Well, they're, I mean, I mean, they to defend them. They kept it close yeah. against Oklahoma state. When's that the was- last time K state had all the team not affected and not infected by COVID. It's true. What's going on in Manhattan, Kansas, by the way, <laughs> yeah. aren't they immune to this shit yet? The you know little I mean? apple. Yeah. Right. You guys are just trading it back and forth now. Yeah, isn't this the second time Saban got it? Yeah. Uh, is that how flus? I thought your body like it's gained a different strand immunity. It's a different strand. strain strand strand. What have you? Strain. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Talking out of our asses. Look, he had Jameson and now he's getting black barrel Jameson. You know what I mean? It's different. Sure. I got K state. I'm locking up K state. No way. They're getting five. No way. Baylor wins by a touchdown. Oh, they're getting five. Baylor's favorite by five. You know, no, I'm, I'm going Baylor. Okay. I can't wait to, to shit on you on this. Uh, let me, so, let me, let me, November 7th. Uh, COVID comes through Manhattan. Baylor 31, <laughs> uh, Iowa state 38, seven point game, November 28th, three weeks later. Uh, 45 to zero Iowa state versus Kansas state. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Keep telling yourself that I All trust right. Chris Kleiman. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jim Levitt and Willie Taggart, who is definitely better than Florida state this year at Florida Atlantic. They <laughs> traveled to Murfreesboro to take on the blue Raiders. Give me FAU minus six. Agreed. Playing. Jim, Jim Levitt's going to shut down. Cause uh, as much as I love Rick stock still, he doesn't have a traditional offense. This quarterback Asher O'Hara can't throw with the likes of his previous quarterbacks. So that means he does kind of a gimmicky thing with the quarterback, like shotgun sweep. Mm. It's cool to watch at times, but I think that Jim Levitt, he, he's not going to fall for this. Right. That's true. Um, LSU at a and M Patty C a and M laying 14 and a half. I'm locking this. Ooh. We tigers on this podcast. You're telling me you're telling me a and M who doesn't have any really elite wideouts. <laughs> so guess what? The past defense has been the glaring weakness for LSU, right? If you don't have elite wideouts and you're counting on it, they do have a money tight end at, 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 at a and M, but I think LSU stumbled upon something. No miles. Brennan means wins. Recruiting is overrated. 
<laughs> we're seeing that with Miles Brennan. Um, give me, give me LSU plus fourteen and a half in in College Station. Well, uh, I do think that obviously A and M. I mean, the the line isn't huge. Uh, how good is LSU at this point? Like two weeks ago or two games ago, they lose by uh, thirty seven. I still don't think they're very good, but I don't know how good A and M is. Especially like an AM separate, but with the exception of that South Carolina game, have they been able to separate against anyone this year? Not really. And they've, it's been against some like kind of, I mean, they beat Vandy by five. <laughs> they beat Florida by three. They beat Mississippi state by 14. And even that they kept them in the game for a while. Yeah. They beat Arkansas by 11 and they killed uh, South Carolina. Unless you sure. just beat Arkansas. That's all I need to know. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, I, I mean, don't know. Give me the 14 and a half. Like yeah, that hook. I agree with you. Go LSU. Here's one I thought about locking, but Memphis at Navy. Memphis struggles with Stephen F. Austin. They got to go up into the cold they weather. Did not in, in struggle a, with Stephen uh, F. Austin. For a, for a lot of that game, they did. Well, it, 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 Memphis is a second half team. <laughs> we have found this out. In fact, I'm not much into the betting on the first half and second half thing. <laughs> But uh, Silverfield, man, I, I would I would fade it, Memphis gonna... in the first half every game and give them all the money in the Does world. Does Silverfield know half. how to stop a triple option in um, cold weather too? Going to come up to Annapolis. Navy's not very good. I looked at this. Navy's had a bad year. I'm locking this. Navy, You're crazy. Navy You're plus crazy. And a half. You're crazy. That. Vandy travels to Missouri now after the Tennessee game gets canceled. I don't know. Give me Vandy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Game. They had what a couple days to prepare. Played well enough against Florida. All right, here's the game of the week for me: San Jose State at Boise State. Patty C. Actually, the game of the week is Notre Dame, North Carolina. Then probably this, yeah. or, or maybe uh, I don't know. There's a couple. Auburn, Alabama has potential. Yeah, not really. Not really. Yeah. There's others though. What am I forgetting about? There's other ones that I was interested in, but San Jose State, Boise State, San Jose State getting eleven. Patty C, Brent Brennan, the whole world doesn't believe. Just a tad too much. They don't believe. They're a live dog. They are a live San dog. San Jose State is a live dog, baby. Spartan up. <laughs> All right, I want to tell you guys that we have two, we have a couple more games left, but the College Experience Week 13 Picks episode is brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace Per Head is here to help help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all-inclusive professional betting sites with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24 seven. And some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash S G P. Patty C. I still got a lock to give Texas tech at Oklahoma state. Okay. State coming off of that ass whooping. You better believe they're going to be ready. Texas tech's not any good. All right. Okay. State minus 10 and a half. Give me the Cowboys to, to roll big. Uh, in Stillwater. You're way more confident than I am about this, but I'll go. Okay. State. okay. State hasn't been blowing anyone out that I'm aware of. Uh, West Virginia. They won by more than seven. Or I think they won by more than 10. Let me pull up uh, Oklahoma state schedule here. Uh, they beat. Kansas by 40. They beat West Virginia by 14. Like that's two, all I need two months ago. And West Virginia is better than Texas tech. <laughs> Even though I think Texas tech beat them head to head actually. <laughs> uh, but still, I think it was like a three point game. That's at 11. Then boom, I still hit um, Utah at Washington final game of the week. 
Does this game even happen? It just got scheduled. What the fuck's happening in the Pac-12? Arizona State's gonna have a one-game season. Um, <laughs> I'm on Washington. I'm on Washington too. And let me lock that up. I think I. You know what? I'm back. I'll back you on this. Lock that thing up. Give me I some mean, fucking locks. I think you can work out a lot of kinks between week I, one and week two. And after I, this, I'm gonna watch Lock Up with Steven uh, Stevens ago. No, Sylvester Stallone. Nice. Because that's, that's I don't the way know that I I've seen that one. Oh, don't insult Wait, me. Wait, is over that here. the one with the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it too? Where they're both in the prison together? No, that's no. This is an eighties one. This is an eighties one. Indie, I'm missing an, an indie flick in the eighties. I haven't seen a Stallone eighties movie. John Amos. Oh, the, nice. Uh, the, the dad in Coming to America. Nice. <laughs> He's in it. Donald Sutherland also. Oh, okay. Got to go watch some lockup, bro. All right, guys. This is the week thirteen college uh, experience picks episode. Happy Thanksgiving to every one of you. Even the even the people that were on Twitter arguing with me. I'm not one of these douchebags that's going to block somebody just because they have a different opinion. Yeah. Isn't I mean, that the worst? They're not really fighting with Isn't us. that the worst though? It's yeah. like <laughs> Tim Brando's of the world. Yeah. Well, not oh. even, not even sports related. Just if anything, <laughs> he's right. conservative or he's liberal. Yeah. I'm going to block him because of right. that. Yeah. What a dumb fucking world we live in. I've oh, never deep friended sh- or blocked yeah, anyone I, over a fucking political stance. Or- I've actually never blocked anybody in my life. I think I blocked my girlfriends after I, uh, Break up with them more so. I don't fucking contact them. Oh, I did defriend once on Facebook. Yeah, I did once. Yeah, who? Well, the ex. Oh yeah. Fuck the DJ from Spain. That was oh, enough. Yeah. That was enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. But aside from uh, yeah. getting your heart ripped out, that's the only <laughs> reason we would block anyone. Maybe he plays great music. Who knows? You know. I don't know. Maybe he has cocaine. That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is, right? Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. This is the College Experience Week 13 picks. Uh, if you're a first time listener, we handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. Make sure you check us out. We're available on all platforms. You can listen to podcast at College Basketball is back, so we're releasing our daily college basketball picks spreadsheet. Make sure you tune into that. Lots of free money, and uh, yeah, follow me at the Colby D on Twitter. And if you're real swift, actually give us a five star review, guys. That's actually what I want to say. Fuck my Twitter right now. Uh, give me a five-star review on iTunes. Cause we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks, but I want to charge you for kindness. It's COVID. You're stuck at home. Get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review and say some nice things about us because that's essentially how we get paid sponsors. Look at the comments. They say, Hey, people like these fucking idiots. I guess we'll give them some money and voila, we give you more breakdowns. It's a beautiful formula. It's the Thanksgiving season. We're we're dropping. Yeah. Colby's dropping a hundred podcasts. Did forty six in the past twelve days. Colby is relentless. Right. We covered thirty two college basketball conferences. I'm gonna get on there. I'm gonna give you a five star review, Colby. You should because I don't. I, dude, I don't make any fucking real money on this shit. You know what I mean? It's all for the love. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, we get paid in five star reviews. Yeah. That's 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 our payout. And check us out. If you're kind enough to do that, do that. Take a screenshot of your review. Tag me at the Colby D and we'll send you a college experience sweatshirt, t-shirt, some shit like that. All right. I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. Patty C's at Patty C831 on Twitter. Tweet him. Tell him he's a horrible Tecmo Super Bowl player. He's Mm. so predictable. I know his shitty ass little moves. Oh, I'm going to run the two receivers deep and two short. He's not going to fall for this. No. Pick six. It worked in in like 2004, maybe. (laughs) All right. Adapt and overcome baby. Um, uh, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Check out that DraftKings podcast we do for DraftKings college football and college basketball with NC Nick, and he writes a lot of great articles. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Give him a follow. 
We are part of the sports gambling podcast. Follow them at the SGP network. All right. This is the college experience week 13 picks. Happy Thanksgiving from the bottom of me and Patty C and NC Nick and the rest of SGP's hearts. Hope you guys do great. Hope COVID isn't, isn't hurting or affecting your family. And if so, God bless. Thank you. America's going to get through this shit. Football and basketball will fully return to the way they used to be. Patty C and the glory of the universe will prevail forever. Exactly. And you still got, you still got like over the top and, and a bunch of other classic flicks you can watch. They can never, it's like when Dufresne was in Shawshank, they can never get to you. It's like, what? They let you tote that record player down there. No, it was in here. Well, so, so is over the top. All right. <laughs> so if you're battling COVID, remember there's always over the fucking top. Let's get through this Rocky four forever. This is the college experience. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. I'm flinging myself into spring cleaning. I'm going to fling into spring at Total Wine and clean up on Chardonnays and fruit-flavored vodkas at low prices. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more.